you are working full time and you're trying to build something on the side, like a side hustle, or you'd really like to spend more time being creative, but you feel like there are all these other time pressures that you have in your life, it might be about just finding maybe that hour or even 15 minutes a day to work on your creativity, to work on your ideas for your business. Welcome to A Creative Odyssey. I'm Ellie Ride. I'm a designer and entrepreneur and online educator obsessed with all things design, quilting and creative business. Whether you're a seasoned quilter or you're just starting out, whether you're passionate about design and textiles or whether you're a creative business geek who loves to nerd out on all the moving parts that go into making a creative business thrive, you are in the right place. I'm excited to share insights from my creative odyssey with you as I navigate design, creativity, and growing an online business on this journey as a creative entrepreneur. Are you ready to explore the possibilities of design and discover the world of creative business? It's time to embark on a creative odyssey. Hey, and welcome to this episode of A Creative Odyssey. Today, I wanted to give you kind of like a little peek behind the scenes here. I want you to get a little bit of a feel about what it's like daily as a creative entrepreneur. You know, I'm here, I'm a mom, I'm a maker, I'm a designer, I'm I'm a creative entrepreneur, I'm all the things in my life and my business as well. And I want you to really see, I guess, that there's no like magic wand here. There's no like magic lightning bolt or any great big super secret to what I do other than really showing up consistently. You know, I think we see a lot of content on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook or wherever you look really. And you see these kind of outward facing curated lives that people share or really just snippets of whatever they choose to share. And it's really easy, I think, to get disheartened and think, I could never do that. It looks like they've got everything in place. It looks like they've got everything in order. You know, that's not how life really happens for me. It's really my hope in sharing some of this behind the scenes stuff here that all of this is a little bit demystified, that you can see how you could also do this too. You know, for me, building my business has really been about showing up consistently. And I share a lot more about that in episode eight of A Creative Odyssey. So go and check that out if you haven't already. And it was also for me about a big mindset shift that I made very early on where I really started treating myself like a professional. You know, I started taking my big goals, my big dreams seriously. I started blocking out time in my calendar, in my days, you know, creating those boundaries a little bit about what I was doing when I was working. You know, sorry, mom, I can't have a one hour conversation on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. because I'm working on something or Yeah, I know up until now I've kind of been more available with my time, but I'm changing things a little bit and I'm trying to be more focused. Please help me out by respecting these time boundaries that I'm creating, you know, just kind of starting to protect your time a little bit more. That was also something that I did in the beginning too. You know, this can look like anything really. If you are working full time and you're trying to build something on the side, like a side hustle or You'd really like to spend more time being creative, but you feel like there are all these other time pressures that you have in your life. It might be about just finding maybe that hour or even 15 minutes a day to work on your creativity, to work on your ideas for your business. If you're a busy mom, you know, things come up all of the time. The kids get sick. You need to fit things in around things like, you know, the school pickup, the school drop off as well as spending actual quality time with the kids as well, right? They need us. They need our connection. They crave that from us as well. It's about finding really what works for you. And to, and if you stick around until the end of this episode, I'm going to be sharing a special link for you to be able to grab your very own ideal week planner 
so that you can start mapping out what your ideal week might look like and where you can start finding that time of your own to start treating yourself like that professional, to start showing up consistently so that you can see that growth in your business that you would like to see. All right, so let's get into it. This is a little bit about what my week looks like. It's a little bit of a description here. If you're listening in, go and take a walk and just kind of imagine what this looks like. If you're watching here on YouTube, I'm going to try and put in a couple of images as we go along, but we'll see. It might just be me jabbering on here for a little bit. All right, Monday. This is the beginning of my week. This is the day that I really take to get into my week itself. I know that we all think, okay, at Monday at 9 a.m., I need to sit down, I need to start work. For me, it's really important about knowing what I'm going to be spending my time on. And that upfront time that I spend on Monday morning is about planning that week. It's really crucial for me. It's a day that I don't schedule any kind of front of house activities. So I don't have any Zoom calls or classes and things like that. I wake up, I get the kids to school, I do some exercise, I get ready, I come into the studio at that, at, on Mondays, it normally looks like me putting on my comfiest pants and snuggliest jumpers at the moment in winter. Given that I'm kind of off screen all day, you know, it gives me that chance to pull out two of my all time favorite jumpers as well. Uh, I guess you call them sweaters if you're American. I know around here, you're probably used to seeing me in black and white and yellow. And the majority of the time I do literally dress in black and white and gray. But during winter, I do pull out these two beauties. Uh, one of them was made by my mom when she was pregnant with me. That's the green one. And the red one was knitted by my nan. So they're special heirlooms that keep me warm and they give me the biggest snuggles ever. And if you're listening into this and you'd like to see what they look like, go and check out my Instagram because I'll be posting a picture of those up there for you to have a look at too. I make a cup of smoky or gray tea. I get into the studio. I take it a little bit of time just to kind of check in. I might do five minutes of journaling, really getting out all of those swirling doubts, thoughts, fears, get them out onto paper, get them out of my mind so that I can really set my focus and figure out what it is that I'm working towards this week, what it is that I want to spend my time intentionally working towards I want to check my calendar for the week. I want to tweak anything that I need to there, review those tasks that I've set for myself to get done this week as well. And I like to work probably at least a week out, two weeks if I can, on my social media post deadlines and content deadlines. So things for like the podcast. Uh, I'm also always tweaking my launch material, my lead generation These are kind of like those constant weekly tasks that I generally try to address on Mondays when I'm thinking about planning and content. I'm kind of like getting into that new week phase and just kind of like, okay, projecting out with what's going to be happening this week. And then I start to add in some other big project rocks as well that I'm focused on. At the moment, that looks like developing my content system. I'm working on an upcoming presentation. I'm also dedicating time each week to building resources for members of my creative business builder mentorship. I'm refining content for Quilt Design Code. These are those big rocks and I'll add those in throughout the week. So you hear me talk a little bit more about how I approach those tasks as I continue to share this. How do I prioritize my tasks and my time? Well, you know, there are always going to be those admin tasks. There are always going to be those busy tasks to do. For me, it's really important to set my intention for the week on a Monday And really know what those big important tasks are that I need to do this week that are going to keep my business growing. And they get priority over everything else. 
You can think about these tasks as the ones that are really going to make a difference in your business. And sometimes those are the tasks that make you feel most uncomfortable. So we, of course, avoid them. That's often a good sign that they're the important ones that you need to prioritize and spend time on. Another way to think about these kinds of tasks is uh, are they tasks that only I can do versus tasks that other people can do? Or another way to think about it is, are they $10 an hour tasks, $100 an hour tasks, or $1,000 an hour tasks, or you know, $10,000 an hour tasks? Any $10 an hour tasks should not have a priority on your list. Priorities should really include those $10,000 or $1,000 an hour tasks. And the game is really to rearrange your schedule so that you're doing the $1,000 an hour tasks in the times when you're at your best performance. We all work on different rhythms. We all have different, uh, you know, chrono, chrono, chrono settings, chrono time. You know, some people work better in the morning. Some people work better in the afternoon. Some people are more night owls. You need to figure out what it is that is the time of day that you work best. And if that works for your schedule as well, of course. So it's important to kind of observe yourself and figure out when you get into your best flow. Ultimately, the aim of the game is really to try and delegate those $10 and even $100 an hour tasks and be left just working on those $1,000 an hour tasks, the ones that are going to help you grow your business, the tasks that only you can do. So here are some examples for you just to give you an idea about what I'm talking about here. A task like creating graphics for and scheduling social media posts. This is like a $10 an hour task, right? This is something that somebody else can do with your direction versus creating a social media content system. This is like that $1,000 an hour task where you are really creating a system that's going to free up more time for you to work on other big projects in your business. And Another example might be, you know, checking your emails. That's kind of like a $10 an hour task potentially, whereas maybe optimizing a landing page for better conversions, that might be more like a $100 an hour task or a $1,000 an hour task, depending on what is at the back of that landing page, I guess. So while my Monday mornings are spent kind of planning and creating my content for the week, I only have a half day on Mondays because I pick up the kids at lunchtime. And this means the afternoon is generally spent doing tasks that I can do with the kids around too. You might feel like, okay, this is my job though. So my job time needs to only be when I am by myself. And yes, there are absolutely things that I need to do when the kids are not around. Example, recording podcasts. But there are a lot of things that you can do with other people around or incorporating other people into that. You know, my kids are a great example. We could be sketching, gathering inspiration. We could be doing a little bit of sewing in the studio, tidying or clearing up type of tasks. I don't need to be by myself in like a flow state to be clearing out my office or tidying up the desk or prepping my tech for the next day when I need to do some recording. Even that kind of high level email inbox clearing as well. You can certainly do that without 100% focus. So thinking about that as well. Of course, always being mindful of the fact that if you do have little kids around or even bigger kids, they're watching you too. And they're also looking for your connection time too. So I try not to do too much kind of work work uh, when the kids are around, because that's the time that I really set aside to spend time with them and to be present and to be committed to doing one thing at a time. And I find that I get really irritable when I'm trying to do something and I keep getting interrupted. And then I realize, well, who are you getting irritable at? You're the one who's trying to do something when really you should just be present doing one thing at a time. So 
Uh, that's kind of like a Monday for me, I guess. On on at the end of the day, I really like to kind of check in a little bit what I've managed to get done. I can reschedule any tasks that are still pending. I also check in on the next day what's coming up and do a little bit of a brain dump of anything I've been thinking about so I can just leave work where it is, be present with my family in the evening and not wake up at three o'clock in the morning thinking about those things that I need to do or ideas that I have. I try and leave those here before I get out of the, the studio. You know, obviously, does this work like clockwork every week? Absolutely not. But it is something that I aim for and as, as an ideal, kind of like a standard to lift yourself towards. And it means that you can get out of that fog of what should I be doing and know this is what I should be doing. You know, know that I've spent that time up front on that $1,000 an hour work, which is determining how I work best, building the systems that allow me to get the most out of my time on my tasks. And those tasks are the ones that are going to be moving me forward in my business. So that's kind of a wrap on Monday. And then I jump into Tuesday and this is really a day for content production. I'm up, dressed, kids are to school, grab a cup of tea or coffee. I hit the studio for a day of recording. I'm dressed a little bit more professionally, at least from the waist up, maybe comfy from the waist down. I tend to do a little bit more kind of makeup and hair. I spend a little bit more time with that on this day as I'm going to be recording, you know, this podcast or some other video content I might need for the week or the weeks ahead. And really, I will come in, I'll just double check the tech is all set up, and then I might read through my scripts quickly, check any notes that I need to, hit record on my content, and then I'm sharing this content with my team so they can start those processes of editing and repurposing the content for the different platforms. So my blog post, the email that I send out, putting it up on YouTube and any social media posts as well. Recording and being on camera, it does kind of take its toll energy wise. Like I have done all of the preparation before sitting down here to talk to you, but still being here and talking, it does take energy and a different kind of energy than maybe thinking or writing or creating. So I try not to schedule too many energy intensive activities for the afternoon of Tuesday. I might have some calls. It might look like working on my systems and refining my systems, kind of like less front of house things after I've spent this time up front pouring all my energy into creating these podcast episodes, which I hope you love. And if you do love them, make sure you do subscribe, make sure you share this with somebody else who you think might find this really useful as well. I would love to hear what your comments on this podcast are as well. So make sure you leave me a comment down below any of the episodes that you listen to as well. I read and answer every single one of those. So please do drop me a note. I would love to hear from you. Tuesdays also looks like me having a quick look at my metrics, seeing how that content from the weekend performed, making any tweaks that I might need to make to that. And I normally also try to jump into my email and just prioritize anything that's come through from that that I need to have a look at during the week. And then it's Wednesday. Welcome to Wednesday. This is the day that I really do a deep dive into my mentorship, Creative Business Builder. This is an ongoing program of support and guidance and accountability that I have built to offer ongoing mentorship to alumni of my Quilt Design Code course. So after learning those steps to design and write and sell unique quilt patterns and starting to grow that creative business, I saw that there was this need amongst my students for ongoing support and guidance and accountability. So Creative Business Builder was born. This is about 
creating a community of creative entrepreneurs who are looking for other like-minded people to work alongside as they continue to grow as well. This group meets a couple of times a month live. There's a lesson that I have to prepare that goes out uh, on the first Wednesday of the month. And then I also have a review and planning session that we talk through uh, what we've been working on and what our next steps are going to be. And I'm also preparing other material that I need for that course in between those live weeks as well. I'm live with my group on the days that I'm live with them, anywhere between 90 minutes and two hours. So that's like a, a great time that I love to spend with my with my community. A shout out to any creative business builders who are listening in here as well. Drop me a note to let me know that you're listening in too. On other Wednesdays, when I'm not live, I'm researching and preparing materials and resources and, you know, kind of refining the, the frameworks for this program. And having all of this stuff grouped on one day means that I can really get into the flow on that. Having a day dedicated to this program means that I can really go deep onto this material and I'm not sort of jumping between one task and another and spending 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. I really block out some time on this day so that I can really focus on creating the type of support that I'd like to offer to people in my creative business builder program. So this is about structuring my week around these big blocks. So I like to block out time. That's how I have figured out that I like to work best. Definitely something that I learned as a new mother was that the most exhausting thing is not all of the things you have to do. It's more about that kind of like attention switching all of the time from answering questions to giving cups of water to try and focus what I'm doing, switching to this, switching to that answer, you know, like it's that constant changing of your attention from kind of like if you think about uh, focusing far away and focusing close up, focusing far away, focusing close up. It's like that continual switching that is really tiring. So it's less about those individual tasks themselves and that constant attention switching. And that's why I have really built my schedule around these big time blocks. Again, this is an ideal week's schedule, an ideal week structure. When I'm busy with a launch or another time-bound commitment, then I often work on more than one big task per day. So I'm not necessarily only working on Creative Business Builder on Wednesdays. There might be other tasks that I'm working on as well. But I do like to try and dedicate time in a block. So it's an hour, two hours, three hours where I'm just focusing on one big task. I'm not trying to do 20 different things in one day. That's kind of how Wednesdays goes a little bit. And that really allows me to get into that flow, to go deep on those problems and solutions that I am looking for. I like to uh, spend time refining my presentations as well before delivering it too. So, you know, brainstorming that next content and resources for my mentees based on their needs, all kinds of things that all happens on a Wednesday. I'm also in the Creative Business Builder group, interacting, getting to know the details of my mentees' businesses. And this kind of feedback loop is really essential in any content creation that I am making or any content creations that you're, you're doing. You know, you want to be in a kind of a conversation with the people that you are trying to support so that you know that you're truly serving the clients that you're working with. Once Wednesday wraps up with my live creative business builder call, I'm editing and uploading that replay video as a final kind of review of what I've done in the day, what's pending for tomorrow shut down and take off so that I can be present with my family again and just refresh for the next day because that is Thursday. 
Thursdays are the day where I spend time on Quilt Design Code. This is my eight-week program. This is a day that I really dedicate to improving that workflow that I teach in the course, building and refining the resources my students need to be successful, providing the support that they need through our weekly live call as well. And I also try to dream up new ways to surprise, delight, or over-deliver to my students as well. You know, I love making gifts that might come in the mail, building in bonuses that are going to support the students throughout the course and beyond. And I really spend time following up with alumni as well. I want to know what support they need, how they're going, how I can help them, how I can help to celebrate their wins as well. Uh, If I'm not in a current cohort, so there's not a currently active group of students going through Quilt Design Code, then I'm looking at the notes that I made during the previous cohort and I'm tweaking the content based on that feedback and the insights that I have from a new group of students. It's always really exciting to me to see how much I learn each time from new students in the group and looking to expand those resources that I offer to support them or to refine those resources to really target in on the solutions that they're looking for to their problems or to the ideas that they want to come up with and how Quilt Design Code as a course can can help them achieve those things. Thursdays are also a day where I open up my calendar for calls from mentees, students, discovery calls. I'm spending time front of house on Zoom. This looks like preparing for the call as well as reviewing the call and creating any actionable tasks that come up from that call as well. This is kind of like the culmination of my week, I guess, on Thursday. I know it's a big day. I'm in the office, the studio from the morning when I drop off the kids until the evening when luckily my husband is able to pick them up and they have some time with their grandparents in the afternoon as well. So I get a whole big block of time on Thursdays to really get into the weeds on everything that's going on in my business. I know that Friday's rolling around and I have a half day then to dedicate to creating and sewing and making and being with my kids. So this is kind of like my big push on Thursdays to get through all of the things that I would like to get through that I've scheduled for me on this week. Then Friday, this day is all about creation and I intentionally set aside this day every week to get into my studio, to sketch, to paint, to create, to sew, I might be shooting some video for social media as well. I'm sewing a test idea or sketching out new ideas or making art, but it's definitely about the making. I am really super conscious that growing a business can get in the way of what we really set out to do originally. So I am very intentional and purposeful about building in creative time. You know, this is what I wanted to build my business for in the first place. So it doesn't make sense that I leave all of the creativity and the making on the sideline while I do all of the admin and the business stuff, you know what I mean? Or the thinking about the marketing and and whatever else is going on in my business. I really want to make sure that that creative time is integral. It's part of what I'm doing in my business on a weekly basis, if not a daily basis, where I'm doing a couple of sketches or something, you know, that comes to mind. And I just sit down, take a few minutes and just do some sketches for that as well. Again, Fridays is a day where I have the kids after lunchtime. So afternoons can be a little bit loose. We might take a bike ride around the neighborhood, which can also be great inspiration gathering time. We might get really messy with the fabric drawer on a rainy day and see what kind of alternative color palettes that I might never have dreamed up that they can come up with. It's really important to me on a Friday morning, particularly to just take that time to reflect on the week as well. You know, how do I feel about what I've managed to get done? 
Can I let go of any of that self-criticism or that kind of internal voice that castigates us and says, you know, you haven't done enough? Can I really look back at what I've done that week and say, this is what I've managed to achieve versus looking at this is what I still have to do? I want to be in a place where I can accept that I did my best and know that next week is another chance to improve and iterate on this long game cycle, right, of building a creative business. It doesn't all have to happen in a week. It doesn't all have to happen today. We can take that time that we need to create that life that suits us and know that this schedule and this life is going to continue to evolve as we evolve to, as our businesses evolve, as our family evolves, the way that we show up in our business will evolve as well. And just accepting that and being okay with that. I think that takes a little bit of a mindset shift as well. Fridays, I'm kind of wrapping up things for the week. I want to make sure that my email that goes out on a Sunday has been scheduled, any posts that need to be scheduled, that anyone in my team who is working on, you know, editing the podcast or posting social media for me, anything like that, that they have what they need to get started on Monday as well so that I can really take that time off over the weekend to rest and recharge. I know that Monday will roll around again for another shot at building that ideal week and I want to be as ready as I can. And that involves really trying to unplug, really trying to rest and recharge for a new, a whole new week. And that is a wrap on the week. You know, does this happen like clockwork every week? By no means. That's why it's called an ideal week. It's something really to aspire to. It's that kind of structure that's here to help you guide your days so that you can get into the week knowing that you've put your best effort into moving your business forward. It's about showing up on Monday morning and not having that whole, you know, churning feeling of what is it that I'm supposed to do? I'm confused. I'm getting distracted because, you know, some email came in and that's taken me down this whole other rabbit hole. It's about allowing you to have more control over that time that you have, whether that's an hour, whether that's 10 minutes a day, whether that's a whole day like I have on a Thursday, you want to take control of that time. And one way to do that is to show up consistently, put those boundaries in place, really block out the time that you want to take to work on growing your creative business. Start treating yourself like that professional that you are. What about you? I would love to know what your biggest takeaways have been from this episode. And in addition to that, I'd really like to offer you a resource so that you can plan out your own ideal week as well. You can head to aliride.com forward slash planner. The link will be in the show notes below this uh, podcast as well, or in the description below this video on YouTube, and you can grab your free ideal week planner. That's aliride.com forward slash planner so that you can really get started blocking out those times that you want to use to get to work on growing your very own creative business. I can't wait to see what you'll create as you start building your very own ideal week on that path to building a thriving creative business or a design practice that you love. In the meantime, stay curious and keep creating and I'll see you again really soon. Bye for now. 